All right. Well, welcome, guys. Welcome back to Shipmates. I'm Megan. I'm Kendall. And we're doing a pretty big couple this week. Not just a big couple, but a book too. A big franchise. And a big franchise. Yeah. Probably like the biggest one ever. Yeah. Like the biggest universe currently. Currently. The Maybe only, ever. Well, I mean. I mean, it's still going. Does like. Does like Lord of the Rings count? It counts, but. Honestly, I think this is bigger. I think so, too. It's Harry Potter, guys. <laughs> it's Harry Potter. Which you probably already knew, but... Yes. I love... The wizarding world, excuse everything me. Everything about this world. So... Really? I would not say I'm one of the, like, crazy... I don't... Would you say... I feel bad. I don't even know. Potterheads? Yeah. Yeah. Not, like, a crazy Potterhead. I will admit to everyone, sorry... If you're going to get mad at me, but I read the books after the movies, so all the fans out there apologize. It took me so long to read them. But it's okay. You don't have to apologize. I am enjoying it for what it is. It just took me a while to get to it. Just like Gilmore Girls took me a while to get to that. But yeah. once I got to it, I enjoyed all of it for what yeah. it was. So, um, and we're going to talk about Ron Hermione. Yes. This couple is a lot more controversial than I thought it was. My brother was like, oh, that is super controversial. And then I like talk to my friends about it and they all don't like the couple. I feel like it's not as controversial as Harry and Ginny. Why do you think it's controversial about them? Well, just that she's the sister of his best friend. Yeah, but like... And she's like so little. Monica and Chandler, though. But that's different because they're like all a friend group. Ginny was like the little kid sister. Yeah, but then she wasn't. I know. I don't she know. Hit I feel like puberty that's... and Harry was like, "Damn." I know. <laughs> Ron and Hermione seems to make more sense and doesn't seem as controversial c- controversial to me. Yeah. Well, how much of this franchise do you know? Well, okay. When it came out in theaters, the movie, the first mm-hmm. movie, I wasn't allowed to see it. Because of witchcraft. <laughs> oh my god, are you serious? <laughs> I remember vividly at the theater with my grandmother. We'd always go to movies together. We still do. And I was like, I want to see Harry Potter. She's like, okay, let's go. But then we get there and she's like, actually, I'm going to ask your dad if we can see this. I was like, no, don't do it. Oh my god. And so she asked so you me. Were she like, she called old? my dad and asked she's and like, he said no. So we couldn't go to it. I was so mad. Boo. Because she used to not ask him. She used to just take me to stuff. But I I must have was been she like she against witchcraft or well, I mean she's against she's against the witchcraft, but she would have taken me to the movie because she's like it's magical. Like it's not evil. Right. Like it's not like the devil or anything. But I must have been like eight years old, I'm thinking, when it came out. But we could double check that. When did it come out? 2001. Oh, so yeah, I was about eight years old, give or take. Okay. I don't think I saw it in theaters. I own it on VHS, though. Okay. So I saw it on VHS. Yeah. Little Megan watching that. It's pretty cool. <laughs> um. Yeah, obviously I was too young to read that, too, at the time. But yeah. What, yeah. And But yeah, so I missed the movies when it came out. And I just completely missed it. And all my friends were obsessed in reading the books when they were coming out and everything. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm sure they, you know, started reading them after the movie came out, though. But 
by the fourth movie, my dad took me to go see it. <laughs> the fourth movie. We went to go see Harry Potter and the Goblet but of Fire. But you hadn't seen any of the nope. ones before that. What? And so we, I saw it with him in the Were theater. <laughs> kind of, but it's, it seemed kind of like a standalone for the most part. I guess so. And I liked it, but never saw any of the other ones until Deathly Hallows Part 2. All my friends in high school were like, let's go to Midnight Premiere. And so I went with them. So that's feel cool. What I yeah, and so that's what I did movie wise. But then, the like a summer after my freshman year of college, I was like a newspaper delivery person. So oh my god, were you really? Yeah, my dad. Hate, everyone in my family hated me for it. Oh but, my god, that's hilarious. So I worked I'm from like you doing that. <laughs> I worked from like midnight to like four in the morning every day. Wow, five sometimes depending. And and so I would go in and I would roll the papers and then I'd put them in my car and I'd deliver the papers and I listened to audiobooks and radio and like stuff during the time because yeah. it was like literally just me and myself and I. <laughs> and so I start I found I stole copies of the audiobook for Harry Potter from a, one of my friend's sister's boyfriend's computer. Mm-hmm. And so I listened to the first four books. So this was in high school you did this? It was, uh, I was like 19. Okay. So um, I listened to the first four on audiobook. Okay. And then I never finished because he didn't have the rest of them. Dang. And then in college, my roommates wanted to binge watch all the movies. So we did that, but I only got up to like the fifth one. Boo. So I've never seen it all com- entirely or read it all entirely. And if you count audiobook as reading, that's a whole nother conversation, but... Well, it's still the it's still the story of the books, though. Yeah, it's still a book. It's just a little it. different experience. Yeah, but I would count it though. But they were great. I love the books. Yeah, from, you should get around I, to finishing it. I know. I was, I'm thinking so about my it. My goal is to convince you now. Yeah, but I feel like if I finish it now, I have to start from the beginning, and it's just like, ugh, it's a lot. I plowed through it in like, well, I want to say like three months, but I think it was actually like five months, but. Yeah. It felt like it went by really fast. This is like one of the books that I was like actually addicted to reading. Like I wanted to like go home and just read it. I love that. Which I don't, that doesn't happen to me very often. So Yeah. Um. Oh, I did also work at the Harry Potter world in Universal Studios for, for a summer. One summer you mm-hmm. did. No, I didn't know that. I worked at the Three Broomsticks. Okay. So part of our training for work was Harry Potter training. Okay. So we just did a lot of trivia and and stuff like that for Harry Potter. Um, So I like I'm familiar with it. I know a lot about it in the world and stuff, but I'm not, I'm not, I wouldn't call myself a fan. Like I enjoy it and everything, but I would think it it would be rude to call myself a fan because I haven't even seen all the movies or read all the books. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. So, I think first things first, though, what house are you? Oh, so I took a quiz that filters. I think you showed me this quiz. It shows Probably. you all the percent <laughs> of each house. Like, it shows yeah. every single possible question you can have. From, I am, from Pottermore. From Pottermore. I am 93% Gryffindor. Oh, my god! Yeah, isn't that crazy? That is crazy. Because every time I took it on Pottermore, I kept getting Gryffindor. I'm like, it must be pretty Gryffindor then. Wow. Yeah, so sorry guys, I feel basic that I'm saying that, but I am a true, true Gryffindor. (laughs) Wow. I know. 
I'm kind of jealous. I am pretty brave person. Like I just do whatever I need to and yeah, YOLO. That's cool. Yeah, I was like like you know, if you know in scary movies, if they hear a scary noise, they go and explore it. Yes, I would be doing that. I would also but not out of bravery, just out of like what was that noise? I would it wouldn't, wouldn't cross my mind that there could be something bad. At the okay. source of the noise. I would just do it because I'm trying to figure out what the noise was. You'd probably be doing it because you don't, like, you're brave. Yeah. Although I do get, like, Andrew scares me really easily around the house, though. So I can get, like, jump, <laughs> jump scared, scared really easily. Well, that's just but, being a person. Yeah. Man, I wonder if y'all, as our listeners, could pick up on our houses just from listening Listen, to us. That would be interesting. Like, if you could have if you if megan seems like a gryffindor let us know and also well my house i'm a ravenclaw yep i uh, had andrew yeah. take the quiz the other day and he was also like 60 percent ravenclaw so yeah i think i was like upper 80s of ravenclaw i think i connect with the ravenclaws the most interesting you're my cho chang nice <laughs> <laughs> um but my second house I can't remember what I it was either Slytherin or I feel like it would be Slytherin. Something else. I don't remember. Not but Hufflepuff? I don't it could have been Hufflepuff. But it was Slytherin or, or definitely not Gryffindor. Gryffindor was way down there. Oh. That's so weird. But but so I wanna retake different. it though. Yeah, maybe we will Yeah, for update. fun. I also wanna put the link to that. Yeah, we should uh, tweet about it and tweet our results and then send them the link because it's cool. Yeah, Because people will just keep remaking emails just so they can make new Pottermore quizzes. When really you can just find this quiz online and take it as many times as you want. Yeah. But yeah, I'm Ravenclaw hardcore. Nice. We'll dive into some Ron and Hermione here. Question, do you ship them? I guess you don't know much about them. Well, yeah, because my experience with it they were never together yet because it happened pretty late in the story yes like five or something right they don't kiss till the last book and movie yeah yeah so i never really but there were signs of it in like four and five i didn't really know it was a ship like i didn't know people shipped it my friends weren't talking about it or anything that's the thing too though so like i was Talking to some of my friends who today who have read the books before the movies and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like my brother, he's like, yeah, I didn't really ship anyone. I was also like an awkward teenage boy, so like I didn't really think about that. And all my other friends were like that too. I wasn't, like, they were like, I don't ship anyone because I was just so engrossed in the world of Harry Potter. It's not mm-hmm. like about the romance, which makes sense. And yeah. I guess that's a good thing. But, but also like that's how x-files is with Mulder and scully like it's True. not about the romance but people were shipping them so hard yeah well there's definitely some fan fiction online i found that today ron and hermione <laughs> yeah i bet um but a lot of people ship hermione and harry too yeah that was the, like that's what i thought was the ship when i first watched it which i'm not like a total i'm not like a hater of it but i don't see it for me like i just they seem so platonic in the books in the movies a little bit like the last 
movie, like the not the last movie, the movie right before it, the Deathly Hallows Part One, mm-hmm. kind of had stuff like that. But well, the books for sure, I was like, this is they. She pulled off a platon, like J.K. Rowling pulled off a platonic relationship between the two. They seemed like yeah. siblings to me. I would, I would agree from what I from like the books, but like the first thing I ever saw of Harry Potter was the Goblet of Fire the movie. Oh yeah, and so I was like the Yule Ball, right? Yeah, yeah. And well, he had the crush on Cho Chang, right? But for some reason, I don't know. It seemed like they were gonna like go to the, together or something. I don't know what it was, but I kind of picked up on something when I watched it. Interesting. But I also because like there's a huge argument about the Yule Ball between Ron and Hermione. Yeah, too. Who knows? Maybe it was just me being a teenage girl <laughs> <True>. <laughs> and seeing that that's the main guy and this is the main girl. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. Fun fact: one of my friends ships Hermione and Draco out Malfoy. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> Which is interesting. I thought about it a little bit more. Like, obviously, Draco's a asshole for a lot of the movies, but he grows a lot as a person, and it would be kind of. I could see it. Like, I could be down for well, it. I mean, it, well, eventually. Or just like a hot one-time thing, go for it. One-time thing, yeah. But like, it seems like, it seems that if you would ship her and Draco, you'd also ship her and Harry. Because they're Which kind of similar. Which is weird because they don't. Yeah. Yeah. But I would say I kind of shipped Hermione and her boyfriend, who was Victor the Crumb. hot guy. Yeah. <laughs> the Quidditch player. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was not attractive i thought but i mean i just like professional athletes so <laughs> classic classic Kendall, i could see it and he was in the world cup right yeah yeah but ron also becomes not professional quidditch player but he plays quidditch he makes it on the team but doesn't hermione like trick like she does a spell to make him good or something to make who good? Oh, Ron! Like she makes him she, be good during tryouts. She did a spell to make the other guy do bad. So she didn't make him be good. She just made the other guy do bad in tryouts, <laughs> and that's why he got the spot of the team. Yeah, but I was like, Hermione loves Ron. She wants him to be on the Quidditch team. I mean, that's nice, but I know. But anyways, anyways. Yeah, this is, there's a lot of, like, the more I was actually looking into it, I was like, I could understand why people are against the couple. But this is, like, the definition of opposites attract. Yes, they're very opposite. So you've got Ron, who grew up from a family of seven. He's pure blood magic, meaning both parents grew up knowing everything about magic. And his dad actually, like, fascinated by muggles and their lifestyle he's like oh my god what's a like toothbrush or something like that <laughs> like he just is fascinated by that um but Hermione is the only child her parents are dentists and she's a muggle so she grew up just living normal life what's the term while. for what she is what's like what do they call them Mu- or she's not a muggle muggle means you're non-magical yeah but she's muggle born which means but isn't there a special name? Well, there's an offensive name to call them. Oh. Um, what's that? Is that what I'm thinking the of? The Mudblood? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. That's not a good name. 
No, it's like really offensive term to oh, it's like to Muggleborns. Because you've got you've got purebloods, you've got Muggleborns. Uh, I think that's the only thing they refer to them as besides mudbloods. Okay. And I feel weird that I'm saying the word mudblood because it's supposed to be like offensive, and I feel like I'm offending people, but like there's no actual. Pretty sure you're not. Except maybe some Potterheads. Yeah. Um, and then you oh, got well. Half we have the explicit tag on here, so. Yeah. <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah, and then you got um, Half-Bloods. It's like Harry was a Half-Blood. Yeah. But Hermione's like a little adult. Basically. She's very much know-it-all, which Ron calls her know-it-all a lot of the time. She's just very super studious person always about doing what's best and she's always like yelling at ron and harry for doing stuff that's going to get them in trouble so she's like Mm -hmm. goody two shoes also um and she has a lot of pride too which is like a problem that ends up happening with ron and hermione they're both have a lot of pride so they don't like admitting Mm. when someone's wrong or yeah even admitting their feelings for people because they just I don't know. They're just very, have a lot of pride. But there is a lot of insecurity issues for Ron, too. I don't know if you caught on on that. Just because he's like the middle child? And surprisingly, no. It's because he's friends with Harry. He's always like in his shadow. Well, yeah. But it could be also that he's I a middle picked child. Up, because like his brothers are doing their own little thing together and they're like everyone knows them and then his sisters like his sister the one girl of the family yeah. and then their older brothers like one oh, in yeah. the book is in the magic government yeah ministry of magic and then the there's other. one that does like the he animals like stuff yeah stuff and then just little Ron. he feels average, average basically yeah so Which, i mean he kind of is yeah, but he's BFFs with Harry, and that makes him sad a lot sometimes. Yeah, and he gets jealous. Yeah, he does get jealous sometimes. And the reason... But he's also very immature. Which, yeah, he grows a lot as a person, which actually this is interesting to talk about, because we've never, besides like maybe Cory and Topanga, we've never had a ship where we like, watch them grow up as like kids into adults because they're 11 and they end up being 18 and they just yeah both grow so much as people yeah like he becomes less insecure obviously but he learns a lot he becomes a lot more strong and of a person and she's well she's already (laughs) badass but um i don't know the reason they clash at the beginning though is because she's always like calling out ron I don't want to say both his failures, but like, oh, you said this wrong, you did this wrong in class, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Like and, kids do. Yeah, and Ron is obviously so insecure all the time. He like always feels like he's a failure to his like family and to Harry, and mm-hmm. so he hates that, and he always will argue back, but he usually doesn't start arguments all that much. Yep. Some people would yeah. argue, would disagree with that, but... He seems more passive in that area. Like, it seems like Hermione is the type who's going to be confrontational. Confrontational. And then Ron 
doesn't like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it doesn't seem like he would cause fights or start fights. Yeah. There's like a couple instances like in the Goblet of Fire when he didn't believe that Harry didn't put his name in the Goblet of Fire. He's like, you Mm -hmm. actually put your name in, didn't you? And so they didn't talk for a while. Yeah. Which that was a little immature, but then it was like, if you think about it, insecurities all building up though. I'm a hundred percent on Ron's side in that argument though. I, Harry, I just know. Would Harry, would Harry bother you in school? I would hate him so much. I, I would just, I would hate him because like this, he's this like stupid little, you know, orphan. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he's not bad he's a he's a stupid little kid orphan having nothing to do with it no we're cutting the orphan part out <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> he's a stupid kid and he just gets everything i mean yeah he has like a bad past but everybody has a bad past and but he doesn't know his bad past so that he was an infant so it even is worse than <laughs> Because he just gets literally everything handed to him. Yeah, every but single thing. He doesn't like that. It doesn't about matter if he him. likes it or not. He still gets it. So that would annoy you. Yeah, I hate when that happens to people. Like they just get everything. Yeah. Whether they want it or not, and then there's people like Ron or me <laughs> who are over here like, what the hell? What do I get? Yeah, you know, I guess like that makes sense. he doesn't even put his name in the Goblet of Fire. He's not mm. even excuse me that was really loud he's not even qualified yeah and yet he wins the thing like first off why would they let him compete yeah because he's not old enough he's not old enough so they're literally breaking all the rules for him even in the first movie with like quidditch too you know like he's not supposed to be on the quidditch team but it's harry potter (laughs) we're gonna let him be the what's it called seeker Seeker. or whatever yeah but he's good it doesn't matter i don't care why he shouldn't get special treatment just because he's good at something okay i don't know anyway that's fair that's my point of view i'm not bitter about anything in my personal life (laughs) fair enough um a a good one thing i've i've seen you're on on ron's side side a lot of this time i am okay actually but a lot of the protagonists in the big epic teen stories or any story really you don't really like them like they're not really good people or you don't really root yeah. for them like well, frodo harry, for harry katniss uh, yeah katniss like all these people it's like i could i mean yeah you want them to win because it's like that's your their story but yeah you usually care about the side characters more true yeah, I will say Harry gets annoying sometimes in like the fifth and sixth movie. He's just like, yeah, emotional and stuff. But I guess it's just they're the ones that have the f- destiny. Yeah, I also to, give them all the out. benefit of the doubt that they're all like teenagers going through like puberty and they're just throwing fits about random stuff. And like yeah. Ron and Hermione argue True. a ton and there's this huge fight they have. Because they don't communicate about their feelings for each other. That's basically the whole problem of the whole ship. Is that they don't admit to themselves that they like each other. Like that. Yeah. 
But then it's like they're also kind growing of like, up together and they have no idea like how to deal with people like boys like opposite genders and feelings like that and yeah i don't know because if i was like 16 and i liked a dude i would be really awkward about it and like especially if he's like your best friend yeah i never had that happen to me when i was like that but i wouldn't know what to do it took me a while before i became good at communicating with people and significant others yeah so that's why I give them the benefit of the doubt. People are like, oh, they were so terrible for each other because they were arguing a lot. But, like, I think it's kind of cute that they were bickering. And there's a lot of reasons behind it. It's, like, mm-hmm. who they are. And they matured by that by the end of the series. I think it was good that they didn't get together until the last book. I guess that's good because then that would throw in a whole, like, love drama into the story that we didn't and really people, need. And people, yeah, and that again, that's like a great thing about this book is that it's not about the drama all the time of like romance. Yeah. So that it's just about the world and them trying to overcome Voldemort. So. And I guess it's good too that they didn't actually become a couple or anything until the end when they were like 18. Yeah, because they were, yeah, not good at the love department for a while. Oh, because if they were like tried to like be a couple and they were like fourteen or something, then it could have just ruined it forever. Yeah, so that's why I think it was good that they got waited and matured. Yeah, I agree. So we'll we'll probably go about over a little bit of their stuff in order. So they meet okay. the first time they ever meet was on the Hogwarts train, Hogwarts Express, and they all sit in a little like cart thingy together whatever it's called cabin sure (laughs) (laughs) and ron thinks she's annoying like right off the bat and they don't actually befriend her until um the whole troll situation in the bathroom which is actually ironic because you know how like ron made fun of hermione like when and Leviosa, and she's like, it's not Leviosa, yeah. it's Leviosa. And then he made fun of her, and she ran crying to the bathroom. And then when the troll comes, they go to save her, and Ron saves the day with his Wingardium Leviosa spell. Oh. Yeah. Okay, I like that. So it kind of come full circle. Nice. So he lifted the wand up into his nose. Or did something. No, he lifted something to hit the troll in the head to have him fall. But somehow a wand got up his nose, too. And I don't remember how that happened, but whatever. Kids. (laughs) But, you know, in Harry and Ron's defense, know-it-alls can be hard to be friends with. Yeah, they can be. It's like I would roll my eyes at them in class a lot. But, yeah. But I would never, like, bully them, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, usually for me, I would just ignore them. Yeah. Just walk away. And they usually found friends. Yeah. So, just like, yeah, whatever, you can roll with it. But they saved the day. And Hermione covered for them because they were about to, the boys were going to get in big trouble for sneaking into the bathroom. And she was like, I don't remember. She made up some lie and like, oh, they were trying to help me and I left something thing or whatever and so they're like oh she covered for us i guess we're friends we can break the rules yeah we can be friends 
Um, second book. So this is when Draco calls Hermione a mudblood. And Ron gets pissed. So he like defends Hermione really well, which is so cute. And he does the eat slugs spell. Do you remember? Do you eat remember this? slugs? I don't really remember that. And his wand is broken, so it backfires. And Ron ends up being the one who gets hit with the spell. And so he has he's puking out slugs. Oh. It grossed me out as a kid. I don't know. He was like puking up slugs. And I'm I like, don't remember disgusting. much of the movies. Yeah. Um, so he defended her, which was so cute. But to be fair, Ron would have defended her too, but he didn't know what you the mean term... Harry? Oh, yeah. What did I say? Ron. Oh. Yeah. Harry would have defended her too, <laughs> but he didn't know what the term meant. Like, he didn't know it was offensive. Oh, yeah, because he's just Harry. Because he, he grew up in yeah. a muggle world, so... Um, but Which it's cute that he defended her. Also, this is a side note, but... Yeah. If Harry grew up in a muggle world and he didn't know what the word meant, it's like this is just a complete side thing. But like, why are words bad? We just give them meaning for no reason. That's true. Like any word in the world. It's like, oh, don't say it. You could say don't say the word cow because it's a bad word. And then I'll, and then tell the next person, tells the next person. And yeah, all of a sudden, and that's cow why they, is like, like a cuss word. How she wrote in the book that Voldemort was a bad word and like people would say who who be not be named. Yeah. That's interesting though. That's why little kids use swear words because they don't realize that it's bad. But why even is it bad? True. Because <laughs> we've been told it's bad. Yeah, and who came up with the word? I know. I we should we should come up with a new word and, and call just it a say swear it's bad. word. And if you don't know it's bad like if hermione is called a mudblood and she doesn't know it's bad then like who cares it doesn't ignorance it is doesn't bliss. mean anything if she doesn't yeah it doesn't have its effect it. if she doesn't care or know it's bad interesting you know yeah and so then i guess that would be the argument of would you rather be ignorant or true i don't oh, know that's a weird question it's also like have you heard of that color theory I don't think so. If, like, we all see colors and someone tells us, like, oh, this color is blue. But what if our eyeballs see the color as a different color, but we both associate that color as blue? Oh, yes. But, like, what I see as blue might be actually red of what you see. But, like, we just are learn we learn a certain word for what we see and it might look different for someone I have thought about that before. So weird. That is weird. Anyways. But cool. Words are crazy, man. I know. Um, But that was kind of nice in their second year. So, like, we kind of saw that Ron actually cares about Hermione. Even though they bicker. He would have done it for Harry, too. Yeah. Just because he's a loyal friend. Yeah. And that's a great thing about Ron. It's like, even though they bicker and he doesn't treat Hermione great at times... She doesn't treat him great at times, but, like, he's always loyal to her. And she actually is pretty loyal to him, too. Like, they both stick up for each other and Harry, of course. So that's what's great about their friendship. Yeah. Also, (laughs) Ron, so the spell backfires and Ron is, like, puking out slugs. Mm -hmm. And, like, if I was 12 years old and I saw a boy puking slugs, (laughs) I would, like, run away and be like, you're gross. I don't want to be friends with you ever again. (laughs) Right? I mean, yeah, probably. (laughs) 
But she's a good friend for sticking around, even though he's peeking his slugs out. She probably thought it was interesting. Yeah. Also, she gets petrified. Do you remember that in the second movie? Sounds familiar. (laughs) She, like, looks at the snake in a mirror. And, like, if you look the snake in the eye, you die. Uh, But if you look at the snake in a reflection or, like, through the camera, whatever, you're, like, frozen. Like Medusa. Yeah. I do remember that. So he's, Ron is a little bit more upset than Harry is about Hermione being petrified, which is interesting too. Just because Harry sucks. (laughs) He doesn't have feelings. True. He's like too busy worrying about the snake. Yeah. He's got to save the world. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) I love it. We'll just turn this into a hate on Harry. (laughs) And Harry will get mad at us. Um, in the third one... No, Dana Radcliffe's on our side. <laughs> actually, I had a huge crush on Dana Radcliffe for Really? Yeah. That's interesting. Does he have a gap in his teeth? <laughs> no. <laughs> but then I switched over to Ron, and I thought he was attractive for a while, so... Mm. It's a mystery of mm. who I find attractive. But unless if they have a gap tooth, then it's like I already like them. Yeah. <laughs> um and the third one do you you remember the third one a little bit prisoner i remember the third book kind of i don't really remember specifics but i I remember that more than the third movie i don't really remember the movie at all oh i've seen the third one like the most out of any of the movies but after reading the books i was like "Eh, this is actually my least favorite is that the one with the rat guy yeah when you find out okay but Ron and Hermione kind of have a huge fight about their pets. Like, Ron accuses Hermione of her cat eating scabbers. Even though scabbers, the rat is actually that creepy guy who's like... Yeah. Works for Voldemort. Yeah. Yeah. So, they were in a huge fight about that. Um, Ron finally helps... Hermione with Buckbeak's trial. Do you remember Buckbeak? He's like this big, like, eagle horse thing. Yes. He was going to be murdered because it was being held illegally with Hagrid. And Hermione's like trying to fight for his life. That's a huge thing in the book is like she's always trying to fight for these animals. And Mm -hmm. Ron and Harry were like, "Uh, whatever, we can't do much about it. But then finally, Ron was like, yeah, maybe we can save him. And Hermione was like, ooh, I'm getting a boner for you right now. <laughs> Not actually, but they hu- she hugs him, which is a big deal. Oh, that is a big deal. Yeah. Like a full frontal hug. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and also, this is kind of cool. So Snape calls Hermione a know-it-all. Mm-hmm. And Snape's just being a dickwad. He's like... Classic. And... Eventually, he deducts points from Gryffindor because she answered a question. And then he deducts points from Harry for not knowing the answer to the question. So when Hermione chimes in, he deducts points from her, too. And then Ron's, like, sticks up for her in class and is like, why are you being a dick? If you don't, if you want to know the answer, why are you getting mad that she has the answer? Yeah. So he was pretty cool then. So he, what we've learned is Ron just always sticks up for Hermione. And Harry sometimes, too, but we're not talking about Harry. Yeah. But, yeah. Hermione does stick up for him eventually. This is when Hermione punches Malfoy in the face, too, in the movie. Oh, nice. Which she, like, slaps him in the books, I think. But it was cooler when she punched him. Um, Also, Alfonso Caron, I think, was a shipper of them. What? 
He was the director. Why? How would you know that? Because. Wait, n- did he directed the movie? Yeah, he directed the third movie. Oh. This was like 2004. This was. I didn't know that. At the time, they only had either four or five books out. So there wasn't a total storyline of Ronnie and Hermione yet, but in the movie, he like gave them a moment where like they're looking at this Buckbeak and Hermione's like next to him in class, and she like grabs his hand by accident, <gasps> and then they both look at each other, and she's like, "Oh, oh, I know." And I was like, "I think he ships him because he made that moment happen, even though it doesn't happen in the books." Okay, I like that. Yep, but kind of weird that he was a director that. Let's see, oh yeah, the fourth book movie, lots of stuff happens. Not a lot of stuff, but Ron gets jealous with Victor Crumb. Of Classic. course. I mean, how could you not be jealous of him? Yeah, which is interesting because at the beginning, Ron was like a huge fan of this guy. He was like, oh my God, he's my favorite athlete of all time. Yeah. And then he swoops in to take Hermione and he's like, oh, I hate him. Yeah. I know. I kind of feel bad for him. But. Yeah. And... It's interesting, though, which actually I have a clip for this because oh, nice. this happens a little bit in the book, too. It's pretty similar. Okay. They're compared similar. Um, so Ron and Harry had, like, put off asking anyone for a long time. Ron tried to ask this girl, Fleur de la Cour, who was another contestant in Goblet of Fire. She said no. Mm-hmm. Um, and Harry tried to ask Cho Chang, which she went with Robert Pattinson, so... to be fair that was fine because he's hot yeah um and then yeah they just ended up asking the two indian sisters the patels and hermione was like telling them oh i actually someone asked me and i said yes and hair or excuse me ron this whole time was like i bet you she doesn't actually have a date and i bet you she's sitting at home crying right now i was like don't be like that boy i know just because he's jealous Jealous. probably yeah yeah so we'll show a clip from the dance okay hot isn't it victor's gone to go and get drinks she cares to join us no would not care to join you and victor what's got your wand in a knot he's a damn strap you're fraternizing with the enemy the enemy? Who was it wanting his autograph? Besides, the whole point of the tournament is international magical cooperation. To make friends. I think he's got a bit more than friendship on his mind. He's using you. How dare you? Besides, I can take care of myself. I doubt it. He's way too old. What? What? That's what you think? Yeah, that's what I think. You know the solution then, don't you? Next time there's a ball, pluck up the courage and ask me before somebody else does. And not as a last resort. Well, that's, that's, I mean, that's just completely off the point. Harry. Where have you been? Never mind, off to bed, both of you. They get scary when they get older. Ron, you spoiled everything! So he like kind of ruined that. Yeah, he sure did. But she does, she does have a point. Like, just ask me before, and yeah. not as a last resort sort of thing. I know, because if he's gonna be so upset about it and so jealous, or like ruins everything. Which I don't think he realized he was gonna be jealous. I think this is when they like start to realize their feelings for each other. Yeah, 
But it sucks that he was such a dick about it because then she just like didn't have a good time the rest of the night. I know. And he doesn't even see that or care really. But like, if I think about it, it's like I feel like every teenage boy would do this. Or I guess a teenage girl would do this too sometimes. Yeah. I think it is kind of just going back to what you're saying, the pride they have. Yeah. Like, because obviously he was too proud to admit that he wanted to ask Hermione. Yeah. So he was pretending like he didn't care. Yeah. And it wasn't working very well for him. True. But Hermione seemed to, like, be okay with it when she said, you know, why didn't you just ask me? Yeah. Like, I feel like that's her saying, like, I, I want to go with you, too. Yeah. And then by his reaction, then now it caused her to be like, okay, I don't like him. Yeah. Her- Ron just should have been like Luke. Asked her out on a date, brought her some flowers. <laughs> then she'd be yep. like, I think I'm dating Ron, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that would have been great. He needs those self-help books. I know. That's for sure. Yeah, but she was like, oh, Victor Crumb's too old because she's supposed to be 14 here and Victor Crumb's like 18. So it's kind of kind of creepy too. I don't think I don't that's creepy. Sh- He's still in high school. Fair game. <laughs> that's true. And he's an athlete. The reason he yeah. was attracted to Hermione was because she was one of the only people that wasn't like making googly eyes at him because he was a celebrity. Yeah. So makes sense. Yeah. And Hermione is very pretty. <laughs> that doesn't hurt either. Yeah, she's supposed to be more like average looking in the books, but Yeah. I heard they're like all the like they were gonna give her buck teeth and stuff, but didn't and I don't know. Yeah, well, it's hard to also tell when you cast an eleven-year-old how they're gonna. True, because like, no offense, Daniel Radcliffe, but the older he got, he was like the worse he got. Physically. I think he was in his prime in like the third movie. I want to say the first movie. <laughs> like, well, he, you sound creepy because no, he was just a really cute little boy. Okay, yeah, but then when he like grew up, I had a crush on him when he was in the third movie, though. Oh. And then fourth movie, everyone has long, gross hair. Yep. I don't know why that was a phase, but it was. That was gross. Also, in this clip, she kind of reminds me of Ron's mom. She's like, off to bed, both of you. And I'm like, what? No friends usually do that unless they're, like, trying to get their drunk friends to go to sleep. But, like... Hermione, though. Hermione does kind of remind me of Mrs. Weasley. Which Which I could understand why ron would like her for that yeah because i think we've talked about this before you're Um, yeah how you're supposedly attracted to people like your parents parents which makes sense and like i could if they like obviously they end up being a couple later and i could see them as like the younger version of molly and fred weasley yeah i they are like opposites attract but do you think in real life they would actually make a good couple or are they too opposite if this was in a realistic situation, you don't mean the actors, right? Yeah. Because um, to me, it kind of seems like they're a little too opposite to realistically. That's the thing why people, some people don't ship them. I could see it, I think. Yeah. I mean, maybe when they're like 25. Yeah. I could. I, I feel like they would work. It's hard to imagine them in a realistic scenario, but yeah, I feel like there are couples out there like that. 
Yeah, they like, probably are. With the mom that's super uptight and stuff, and then the dad just like jokes around and just like whatever. She's gonna be like that. I don't know though. Yeah. Not that she's super uptight, but she kind of is. Yeah, she. But is, she's also badass. Sure. So true. I don't know. Do you th- you think they would not work out in the real life? I mean, they scenario? might work out, but it seems like the odds are not in their favor. Yeah, I'm they trying could, to think of a could re- make it work of another example of a couple like them that would that's worked. It's kind of like Corey and Topanga. No, well, kind of, but Corey wasn't like Ron. Corey was very responsible. Like, extremely responsible. Like, he got That's pulled true. over on his 16th birthday because he was being too careful on the road. Like, he was driving too slow. Oh, that's true. Like, he was... But, I mean, yeah, he was silly, but he wasn't like Ron. Yeah, I guess that's true. That would have been more like Sean and Topanga. That's weird to think about. <laughs> I know. Well, I'll, if I come up with any other examples. Send us couples who are opposites. Like this level opposite polar opposites yeah that worked yeah anyway the fifth year nothing like crazy happens with them couple wise mm-hmm. this is just crazy bitch lady named i don't remember her name what was that the pink the crazy hair i can't remember her name oh that's her name dolores umbridge oh that sounds familiar she's the crazy bitch lady that takes over hogwarts She's in the Ministry of Magic, and okay. Harry was claiming that he saw Voldemort in the Goblet of Fire, like, in the big maze. Yeah. And then the whole government's like, we don't believe you. We're going to tell the whole world that Voldemort is not alive. We're not going to take any caution at all. And instead, we're going to send the psycho bitch lady to regulate all these rules at Hogwarts, because Harry's psycho, and anyone who <laughs> believes him sucks. <laughs> oh my god the whole fifth book was so frustrating so it's just like the whole government being in denial of Voldemort's oh. existence when I'm like he's basically a terrorist and you guys are just ignoring terrorist yeah threats like maybe you shouldn't do that like yeah he's a teenager but you should still like investigate yeah because the only other witness they had was Cedric who died yeah and then the, all the evil people that were working with him but anyways, that's mm-hmm. besides the point. The thing I like about this book, too, is it teaches the kids about, like, politics and stuff a little bit. Hmm. Even though it has to do with, like, magic, but... Yeah. Sixth year, a lot of stuff happened. I think this is my favorite movie, is the sixth. Really? Yeah. What was that one called? Half-Blood Prince. Oh, yeah, this one this I is... never saw. Oh, this is the best movie, I think. You really? It. Yeah. It's a lot of humor. I will say, though, my main... Th- thing about the movies that i don't like is just how dark they are like visually like they're just so dark that that i feel like i can't see anything the whole movie that's true this one i feel like is each one gets darker and darker (laughs) i'm gonna i'll watch it eventually yeah um well they have a little bit of subtle hints that they make in the movie that they didn't really make in the books because they're trying to amp up them as a couple a little bit Mm. But, like, Hermione's making this love potion, and, like, someone asks her, what do you smell? And he, like, she, like, smells all these things, and you know she's talking about Ron. So then she, like, realizes it, and she's like, what? Wait, how? So, like, she mentions toothpaste, because, like, a scene at the beginning of the movie is, like, Ron is, like, you have a little toothpaste on your 
cheeks. So then she rubs it and she blushes a little bit. <laughs> so then he's like, what is it? What is it? What is, what do you smell when you're making this? She's like, I smell toothpaste. And I don't remember what else she smells. Just like other things that Ron smells like? Yeah. Oh. I can't think of another example that she also lists. But then she like starts to realize she's like, I'm describing Ron. So she like has so, this little realization phase. So she's like slowly fades off talking. This is like the, can you see her? In Gilmore yeah, Girls. In the, yeah. <laughs> For Luke. Hermione can see him. See his face with the smell. Um, but also Hermione asks Ron to Slughorn's Christmas party. So she like kind of asks him out on a date. Ooh. But then. Uh, but doesn't he get a girlfriend? Yeah. So Ron ends up changing his mind. Well, this she asks him out like way in advance. But before the Christmas party happens, they go to this big Quidditch match. And Ron has to play in the game. And he's like super nervous about it. Harry gives him liquid luck. They call it. <laughs> Cheating. No, actually. So he, what? So Harry, the whole concept of the sixth book is Harry finds this potions book. And there's all these stuff written in the margins of like secrets to make the recipe perfect. Like down to the T. Mm-hmm. So he makes this one potion of liquid luck, which is apparently super hard to make. So he's like, because you have this liquid luck, you can use it on anything, the professor tells him. So he's like, oh, yeah, I put some liquid luck in your drink, Ron. So then Hermione's like super oh, pissed. Oh, I think I did see this, actually. So then Hermione's like super pissed. And Ron does really good in the game. And then Hermione's like, I can't believe you did that. And Harry's like, it's not like you didn't do the same thing at tryouts. She's like, yeah, but that was tryouts. And he's like, good thing I didn't even put in the liquid look. <gasps> so it's like Ron did well oh. only because he, think he's, he thinks he had the potions. It's yeah. like the placebo effect sort of deal. So he ends up winning. Everyone goes crazy. And this girl, Lavender Brown, comes up to him and like tells him she's into him. And so then this night he like makes out with Lavender Brown. And then Hermione gets pissed and sad yeah that's sad but actually we'll show a clip from that too so it's all harry's fault basically (laughs) yeah you just had to make the liquid (laughs) luck and make him do well so this is like a reverse of victor crumb kind of yeah kind of in her defense she she'd already asked him to the thing but it wasn't like official sort of thing plus he kind of got mad at her he found out she was still writing letters to victor like he was staying in touch with him so they kind of like got mad why at each would other he get mad house. about that unless they're dating yeah i don't know jealousy at it again oh man these two i know we shouldn't have done it i know i suppose i could have just used the confundus charm that was different that was tryouts this was an actual game didn't put it in. Not only thought you did.
charm spell. Just practicing. Well, they're really good. How does it feel, Harry? When you see Dean with Ginny. I know. I see the way you look at her. You're my best friend. <laughs> Oops. I think this room's taken. What's with the birds? A pugno. feels like this i missed that what did that mean because before she asked harry how do you feel when you see dean with jenny oh okay he's like she's like i know i see the way you look at her and he's like feels like this yeah the beginning harry's just so proud of himself for getting ron some action i know <laughs> but also clueless yeah but it seems like he realizes now yeah, he's Finally. like, oh, she likes him. Yeah, but that was also kind of she didn't need to throw the birds at him. So yeah. like, she also acts a little irrationally to jealousy, just like Ron did. Yeah, I was gonna say for those of you listening, you couldn't see it, but like all the sound you're hearing, she like made these birds attack Ron, basically. Yeah, she said repugno. Yeah, and that'd be cool to just like be able to do that. Yeah. Yeah, she should have done that, definitely. But also, Ron, the fact that he hung around yeah, meant something. Instead of just when the girl was like, oh, we need to get a different room. He'd be like, it's oh, like, okay. And they'd just leave. But he didn't. He stayed for a minute. Yeah. He's like, oh, she's upset about something. Yeah. So, clearly, he, gets he the cares. And, yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, I want to show another clip from this movie. So, like, Ron and Lavender are, like, dating, but he's getting annoyed with making out with her all the time because he's like, that's all she wants to do. And so he ends up, there's this whole situation where he accidentally takes a love potion. Someone gave chocolates, poison chocolates to Harry to make Harry fall in love with them. And, and, and Ron accidentally eats them. And so he's all loopy and stuff and has to go to this potions professor named Slughorn and Harry and Ron and Slughorn are, like, trying to deal with this, and then he, like, passes out and is going to the hospital, Ron. Oh, I think I read about this Because all this weird online. reactions with the potions and stuff, and someone put poison in one of Slughorn's drinks because mm-hmm. someone was trying to poison him, too, apparently. But anyways, so he's in the hospital. Ask you the same question. 
made me laugh. You haven't spoken in weeks. I suppose you want to break up with him now that he's suddenly all interesting. He's been poisoned, you daft dimbo. And for the record, I've always found him interesting. be young and to feel love's keen sting. Well, come away, everybody. Mr. Weasley is well-tended. About time, don't you think? Man, that sucks for Lavender, though. I know. He's Man. like, he like woke up and Ron or Harry was like, yes, yeah, so you guys are done because you did that. He's like, oh, I guess I didn't have to break up with her. That's good. <laughs> but he didn't remember it, though. No. And that's sad for Hermione. I know. It's a little sad. But but at least... Ginny was like, finally. <laughs> so she ships them. And then Harry's like, oh, you guys are cute. <laughs> Everyone ships them. Yeah. In the books. Last year, last year of the whole thing... They're not going to Hogwarts because they have to go find all these Horcruxes. Do you know about that? Yeah. Okay. So it's like all these Voldemort split his souls into seven different and things. And like hid them places. Yeah, which Harry is one of the Horcruxes. Like he half dies basically in the last movie. Anyways, yeah. spoilers. I sorry. saw that. Yeah. But the movie before that is them trying to find all these Horcruxes. So they're often the middle of nowhere basically and they're on the run because the government is somehow a little bit after them and also all these death eaters are after them too which those are the people on voldemort's side okay um and so they become kind of close floor the girl from the fourth movie who is in goblet of fire she's one of the contestants Uh she gets married to ron weasley's older brother bill so oh. they have a wedding. And so Hermione and Ron dance at their wedding, which is Yay. cute. Um, and then they get pretty close. They're like kind of, they like fall asleep next to each other and like their hands are right next to each other. So like <laughs> people are going crazy at that. This like is Luke and Lorelai. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> kind of. And so Ron wears one of the horcruxes they find. It's like this necklace and they can't figure out how to destroy it yet. So he's just wearing it and it gives off this like, if you wear this necklace, it makes you, like, not evil necessarily, but you get all these evil thoughts and things like that. So mm-hmm. Ron's wearing this necklace, and he gets this thought that Hermione and Harry are going to end up together. And, like, he's like, why don't you guys just hook up already or something like that. <laughs> and so he, like, literally storms off, like, takes off for months. Oh. So, like, Hermione, he's like, are you going to come with me, Hermione? And she's like no because i need to help look for all these things to help save the world so he's like of course you're gonna stay with him blah 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 and he gets mad and storms off and then he eventually comes back and i was gonna show a quick clip okay 
This is him coming back. Hermione! Is everything all right? It's fine. Actually, you know, it's more than fine. Hey. After weeks, and you say, Hey, where's my wand, Harry? Where's my wand? I don't know. Harry Potter, you give me my I don't wand. Have it. How come he's got your wand? Never mind why he's got my wand. What is that? You destroyed it. And how is it that you just happen to have the sword of Gryffindor? It's a long story. Don't think this changes anything. Oh, of course not. I only just destroyed a bloody Horcrux. Why would that change anything? Look, I wanted to come back as soon as I left. I just didn't know how to find you. Yeah, how did you find us? With this. It doesn't just turn off lights. I don't know how it works. But Christmas morning, I was sleeping in this little pub. Keeping away from some snatchers. And I heard it. It? A voice. Your voice, Hermione. Coming out of it. And what exactly did I say, may I ask? My name. Just my name. Like a whisper. So I took it. Clicked it. This tiny ball of light appeared. And I knew. And sure enough, it floated toward me, the ball of light. And right to my chest, straight through me. Right here. And I knew it was going to take me where I needed to go. So I disapparated. I came to this hillside. It was dark, I had no idea where I was. Just hoped that one of you would show yourself. And you did. That sounds ridiculous. <laughs> I know, it's so cheesy, but, like, I thought it was really cute. For not being in the story, like, in the context and everything, it sounds ridiculous. I know. This thing has a ball of light that comes out and they're whispering in my ear and it <laughs> went into my chest and through me and I appeared here. <laughs> but I, I mean, know it does kind of sound but it ridiculous. seemed like it was romantic yeah it was you know well because they all got these objects from dumbledore when he died so sad R.I.P. um yeah they got him all these objects and like hermione and ron were like we don't or even harry all they all got objects and we're like we don't know what they do so like he and with it it said like when you need to find your way and oh, so okay. he knew it like clicked on and off lights but he's like why would he just give me this if it turns lights on and off mm-hmm. and now he found out that the re- real reason is like he Dumbledore had a feeling Ron would like run off and need to come back to his friends so it helped him find okay his like magical powers to help find where he needs to be which is with Hermione which is with Hermione <laughs> <laughs> and also Harry but well, like whatever, whatever. <laughs> do but, people yeah. ship them as a threesome oh I don't know that's a 
I was going to say that's I a wonder. good question, but I don't really want to think about that too hard. I don't really either. Because I feel like that would be odd. Probably not. Probably not. I hope not. Anyway. If you do, um, if you do ship that, I don't know <laughs> how to respond. YOLO. YOLO. Also, later, Bellatrix steals them, and he is torturing Hermione, and Ron's in the basement, like, flipping out. So, obviously, he cares about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they finally kiss in the last Yay. movie. But I will say there's a difference in the book versus the movies. I did so, read a little bit about that. Do you remember that. the kiss in the movie? No, only from what I saw or what I read about in the article I read. So, it's... I'm not going to show the clip because there's not much talking. Yeah. But basically, they go to destroy a horcrux in the Chamber of Secrets from the second movie. So they go down there and destroy this. Um, it's one of the, like, I don't know. It's it's just an object they have to destroy. When they destroy it, all this, like, water starts coming up. And then they all, it just dumps on the two of them. And then they're, like, almost die. And they're, like, <gasps> and then they just turn and, like, kiss each other. And, like, <laughs> nice. <laughs> It's really cool. Um, in the books, though, so, like, there's a whole thing that is taken out of all the movies. Um, Hermione has this whole thing about elves. She wants to free elves because she, want, she wants them to not be slaves, even though that's, like, who they are. <laughs> and that's, like, the way they are, but she, like, wants them to be able to do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. And so, like, that's a whole running thing throughout book four, five, six, seven. Um, and so in the last book and they're like, there's this whole shit storm going on in the middle of Hogwarts. And then Ron's like, we should let all the elves out. We don't know if they're going to die. And so she's like, <gasps> she gets so happy that he's thinking of the elves. So she goes over and, uh, kisses him <laughs> and, oh wait, no, actually I wanted to read a quote from the book for that. So give me one second to find it. There was a clatter as the basilisk's fangs cascaded out of Hermione's arms. Running at Ron, she flung them around his neck and kissed him full on the mouth. Ron threw away the fangs and broomstick as he was holding and responded with such enthusiasm that he lifted Hermione off her feet. Is this the moment, Harry asked weakly, when nothing happened except that Ron and Hermione gripped each other still more firmly and swayed on the spot? He raised his voice. Oi, there's a war going on here. Harry's saying that because there's literally a war happening. They're like making out. And Ron and Hermione broke apart, their arms still around each other. I know, mate, said Ron, who looked at as though he had recently been hit on the back of a head with a bludger. So it's now or never, isn't it? I think you should reread it with a British accent. (laughs) (laughs) Only the parts where they talk. The whole thing with the British accent? Or... at least the dialogue the whole thing you don't have to do the whole thing but the dialogue has to be oh geez i don't know if i can do a british accent <laughs> that's gonna make it better is this the moment harry asked weekly <laughs> harry asked weekly when nothing happened except that ron and hermione gripped each other to more firmly and swayed in the spot he raised his voice oh there's a war going on here ron and hermione broke apart their arms still around each other i know mate said ron <laughs> as though he had been recently hit on the back of head with a bludger. So it's now and never, isn't it? <laughs> That's the best I can do. Okay. I should have done the whole thing in a British accent, but 
It's too late for that. It's better than nothing. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Okay. So it's kind of cute. That's kind of cute. Yeah. They're like, Ray might die, so might as well just go for it. Yeah. I appreciate but that. But it was pretty funny in the books when I was reading it because Harry's just like, what the fuck, guys? We're trying to fight. Yeah, I like that. The bad guys. Um, but yeah, they kiss and they're so cute. And Whereas the movie just seems more of a typical yeah, like, thing. Of like, oh, we survived death. <gasps> You're my one Let's true love. Let's make out. Yep. Uh, and then they get, they have like an epilogue. So we find out they are together. They have two kids names named Rose and Hugo. Oh, Hugo. And they keep their joint last name. So it's like Granger Weasley. Okay. And she works for the Ministry of Magic. Classic. She's basically like the breadwinner. Yes, she is. Because we find out that he worked for, as an ore for a little bit, which is like kind of with the ministry but I, then he helps fred at the store or george at this weasley store i feel like ron should be a stay-at-home dad yeah he like basically does that and like helps out at the prank store that his brother has okay. and so hermione's bringing in the dough nice yeah cool well i'm glad they ended up together i know and we kind of address why people don't think they should be together, but I think it's just that they're teenagers and didn't really know what they were doing for a while. Yeah, and but they it seems like the grew. book and movie, neither one really like told us it was something we should be rooting for until really late. Yeah. And so people might have been like, oh, okay. Yeah, like my brother said, it seemed kind of random to him when it happened. Yeah. Because he was a teenage boy himself he didn't like know the cues probably whereas i was reading it and i was like they clearly like each other that's because i knew that they were gonna end up together yeah yes true you saw it with different you're going in with a different view yeah hmm if you read the books first let us know if you thought that they would end up together or like was it because i haven't heard of anyone that read the books that ships them in the books i've only yeah basically anyone i talked to said they read the books and either didn't ship anyone or they just didn't like them together which kind of makes me sad but i really like them together but you saw the movies first i know so i'm a little biased is there anything else you wanted to add not too much no i just like that they always stick up for each other yeah. Because even when you think they're like mad at each other, they'll always stick up for each other, which I think is super important. Anyways, uh, let's get to rating them. So their sexual tension. Uh, For me, it wasn't really too much there. I think I'll say five. Interesting. I went seven. Okay. But, you know, the more they bicker, I'm like, damn, just make out already. Yeah. But. I'm a little biased because I ship them pretty hard. True. I just don't They're think They're also super attractive in the movies, so. Mm. I think. I don't are. think I would want to watch them make out for a long time. Oh. I would. Personally. <laughs> Maybe I'll go home and read some fanfic. <laughs> <laughs> um, Do it. Okay, anyways, now I'm blushing. Uh, sense of humor for them. Eight. I also went eight. She, he's again more funny than her, but she has her moments. She does have her moments. 
Um, and they're even like they're good at bickering, but they're also good at like teasing each other about yeah. little stuff like that. Um, their honesty. Well, I don't think we talked about this very we much. We didn't really talk about the honesty too much. I mean, obviously that they weren't honest with themselves or each other with how they felt. But other than that, I don't know. I mean, maybe like a se- seven. I want seven. Because there were, like, little things occasionally when they were younger. They didn't or tell just the like truth as much. Things like th- that they're hiding, like, I don't know. Yeah. Related I mean, to the plot. later in the books, they were pretty honest with each other. Well, except for the whole, they didn't tell each other that they liked each other. Yeah. The whole jealousy stuff. That's actually, like, half the reason they gave them a seven. But there were other little things in the books that they didn't, okay. like bring up till later or harry had to bring it up or something like that um common goals well since we got that flash forward it seems like they have pretty good common goals and in their friendship with harry and stuff i'll say an eight yeah i went eight too um but yeah because like they always had even in school they always wanted to do well they both became prefects which were like oh like the lead the ra or something the ra yeah. yeah And they're both Gryffindors. And they always just want to help protect Harry no matter what. Because Harry a lot of the time was like, seriously, stop helping me. I'll go by myself because I don't want you guys to die. And so every single time they were like, no, we're going to come. So. Yeah. And they just always wanted to help save the world, of course. But Kendall was rolling her eyes at Harry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Selflessness. (laughs) Well. It's hard because <clears throat> are we doing it off of them as people or them in relation to the relationship with one another? I think relationship to one another. Eight? I went seven, but eight's good. I almost <clears throat> went eight. Because they're super selfless when they're sticking up for each other. Yeah. But the jealousy stuff that they did, oh, that was true. like pretty selfish of them to like not ask her to the ball or that is selfish that's true i was thinking more of like the on the mission stuff like when they're on the mission to save the world like all that stuff oh yeah that's like, true physically ah but okay i'm i'm you've convinced me i'm moving down to seven okay uh do we have any outliers i don't think so i feel like they should have like a negative half point for like not for being just immature about all their feelings and yeah basically just for that but i don't know i mean yeah we could do that because but i'm also like thinking about like chuck and blair obviously they were kind of immature too but they talked about their feelings though or at least she did like she was up front with and we don't analyze a lot of like I don't want to say young couples because now that I'm thinking about it, a lot of couples are supposed to be like in high school or something. Yeah. But yeah, we can uh, like maybe like a negative half point maybe. Okay. I feel like they're pretty high. Yeah, they might be pretty. You did give them a five on sexual. (laughs) I know. That might be the, the bite of the butt there. Let's see. They got a... Trimble, 71.5. Oh, okay. Which is pretty good. That's decent. Yeah, it's one of our better movie scores. Yeah, movie slash book. I feel like that needs to be another category, though. 
Yeah, because the only other thing we have to compare it to... Oh, we do have um, Penis <laughs> from Hunger Games. Wait, what did they get? They got a... Oh, actually, hang on. I feel like they were high. the wrong thing. So they got a 71. Oh. So they beat them by a half. Ron oh. and Hermione did. Okay. Romini. Yep, Romini. Beat Penis. Penis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Slash Everlark. Slash Everlark, yep. Okay. Congrats. Yeah. 10 Congrats. points for Gryffindor. <laughs> 100 points for Gryffindor. Yeah, I guess so. 71.5 points for Gryffindor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Cool. So. Nice. The other two walked the plank. If we're just keeping it to that category. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Pen- penis walked the plank. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> Um, cool. Well, send us all your thoughts about it. Yep. We'd love to hear it. Tweet us. Gmail us. Send us all your thoughts. Also, let us know any of their, like, book suggestions, because we haven't done yeah, a lot of those yet. That's so. true. We've just done the two big ones, I guess. Harry Potter and Hunger Games. Yeah. So we'd love to do more of those. Maybe Definitely. a Twilight. Oh, yeah, we could do that. But, yes, yeah, recommendations. Yes. Would love them. All your thoughts. Concerns. Go see a star is born. Tell us if you think it's like country strong. Oh yeah, we'll see about that. <laughs> it's gonna be good though. True. Um, but if you haven't listened to our other episodes, our emails shipmates shipmates podcast at gmail dot com or Twitter is shipmates show at Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, and yeah, we love to hear any stories too. If you still, if you want any love advice. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. We are knowledgeable. We are the love counselors of the internet. Yeah. We're very good at giving advice. Yes. I actually think I am good at giving advice. I am too, because in high school, I never dated anyone, but I always, everyone always asked me for advice. Yeah. I was like, I don't know why I'm good at it, but here's what I think you should do. And it's usually like. Just communicate with them better. <laughs> That's usually what it boils down to. Yeah. But if you have anything specific, you know where to find us. Hit us up. Um, but otherwise, thanks for listening. Spread the word to your friends. Rate, review, subscribe. Yeah. And. Um, okay. Cool. Well, Last see you next call. time. <laughs> Join our ship or walk the plank. Bye. Bye. Thank you.